everyone. Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all the dirty details. This week we'll be talking about J.D. Hawkins' book, Cocky Chef. But first, how was your week? Oh my. Oh my. So, first off, today is our six-month anniversary since our first episode dropped. It's so nice. I feel like it's been ten years. When you texted me this morning saying it was six months. It's only six months. It was shocking. I know. We've done so much in six months. I know. We've done quite a bit. I'm proud of us. I'm very proud of us. We've accomplished, I think, a lot. It does feel like six years, though. (laughs) Feels like a long time. (laughs) Um, Also, since our first episode... We got some little feedback about <laughs> me not watching Bridgerton and the outrage. I, I can feel it. I can I can just feel everyone being like, who are you? I felt like it was rightfully placed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Girl who doesn't read historical romance. <laughs> Don't tell but you're that. right. At least you watched it. I said I was going to attempt to start watching it. So after the kids go to bed, because I just remember seeing butt in the first episode. Oh, do not watch with kids around. Right. So I There's can't, some I can't heavy, do that. Heavy petting. Thrusting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Some pelvic thrusting. There okay. are some moments where you're like, they could not just be hugging. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he was doing that girl on the tree. The oh, the tree. Yeah. While his like driver's just like, do, do, do. And I'm like, that's so awkward. But you, have to, you have to watch episode two and let us know. Oh, is there a lot more thrusting going on? There's a lot more thrusting throughout. Okay. Specifically one episode, but it's not until one of the later ones. Okay. Okay. Well, I I heard your guys' outrage. (laughs) I'm taking it into consideration, and I am going to try to watch episode two. Good. So hopefully by the next episode when we record, I'll be like, (laughs) update. Or I'll be like, (laughs) and then you guys will hate me. outrage again. So that's really all I've been up to. Yeah. Um, I did watch a new show. So Kristen and I watch very different shows. I I tend to go a little bit more sci-fi, but mainly because my household is super sci-fi. So there was a new show that got released on the sci-fi channel called Resident Alien. (laughs) And it's only three episodes in, but I really thought it was cute. So this alien is crashing down on Earth, right? (laughs) And he crashes in the middle of nowhere in Colorado. And there's this doctor who lives out in a cabin. He just hangs out there. You know, nobody knows him. And he's like, oh, you know, here's here's the alien. <laughs> alien gets into his cabin. He's like, ah. And then the so, alien. Hold on. Sorry to stop you. Uh-huh. In the show, what yeah. does the alien look like? Like a straight up alien. Like well, green? Green, tall. Round head? Um, yeah. Like how Big you would eyes. envision, but a little bit more detailed. Instead of his knees bending our way, it bends the other way. Oh. Yeah. And he's like way bigger. Okay, carry on. And so he's fighting with this like very timid doctor. He throws the doctor into the frozen lake and he disappears, right? And he's like, okay. So then he takes on that guy's form. <laughs> and so he spends the next three months alone in the cabin practicing being a human. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, okay. Well, and then the sheriff comes in after three months and he's just like, hey, local doctor just died. We need you. And he's just like, oh, true test of being not a, human. a trained medical professional. He's not a trained, <laughs> but he's just like, humans are stupid. He's just like, 10 minutes on the internet. I got this. <laughs> and honestly, he kind of got it. And so, but there's one kid in town that can see him for who he really is. Mm-hmm. And he screams and he freaks out and he's like, I got to kill that kid. 
And so half of the show is just him fighting with this kid. And the kid's like, you're not going to get me. And he's like, I'm going to kill your ass. (laughs) And so one day he's just like, I got to make it look like an accident. So he goes to the kid's house at night and he cuts the kid's brake lines on his little bicycle. Because that kid's just flying around. He's just flying around. (laughs) And so he's like, got it. He's dead. Yeah. And so he goes, he's he's now the new local doctor, by the way. And so he's he's at work and the kid comes in. His dad's like, oh, yeah, something happened. And and he's like, fuck. He's like, that kid's not dead. He thought that would be it. And, and he's had so, like a little scratch. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to kill you. Like, they just go back and <laughs> forth. And I just, I, I love it. So, yeah, that's about it. I say that we have, and we do have different tastes in books and in yes. shows. Mm-hmm. But I have been watching my own version of kind of like a criminal oh, yeah. show. Specifically, Criminal Minds. Yeah. I've seen it before. Right. But for some reason, Ben and I started to just start from episode one, season one. And just watch it through. How many seasons? There's got to be, what, 20? There's like 15 seasons. (laughs) So we're in it. Yeah. So right now we're on... It's like a CSI situation, right? It is. (laughs) And we're on season three right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And it is so good. We watch it every night. Is it good because you get to try to figure out what happened? It's good because of that. Also, I'm just like super into some of the characters. (laughs) Like attractive or... So obviously Derek Morgan... Mm-hmm. Is just like a beautiful person. I sent you those shirtless pics of him. <sighs> he is beautiful. He's stunning. Mm-hmm. But also, and people may judge me for this, and I don't care. <laughs> I'm attracted to Jason Gideon. <laughs> Who's Jason Gideon? Jason Gideon's probably late 50s, kind of short, kind of chubby. But I just get this like, I don't know. <laughs> You're looking at him now. I just looked him up. What okay. picture? Let me see if it's a good picture. Is it? Is that him? That's who. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. I'm into it. Okay. He leaves after season two, which was really disappointing oh, for me. It was because like a I'm, for in, you. I'm into Jason Gideon. So what is it about him? He's just like... Because he just looks like America's dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like out there. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Solving crimes. Oh, rescuing people. In the thick. He's like smart. Yeah. You know we like smart men. Yes. So I'm just into his whole thing. Yeah. Last night, Ben and I did a, the whole like fuck, Mary kill uh-huh. on Criminal Minds characters. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the women and the men. Uh-huh. Obviously, I'm going to bang Derek Morgan. <laughs> That's like a no-brainer. Yeah. So you would marry Jason? I would marry Jason Gideon. Wow. Okay. But I will say... Now that he has left the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aaron Hotchner, I'm like into his like. Gotta, gotta look him up too. He's got like a sexy, strong, Aaron. frowny thing going on. They call him Hotch, and I'm like, mm. oh, he used to be on um, Dharma and Greg. Yeah, so he's just like very. Yeah, I don't know. I like him too. He like walks into a room, is just like handing orders out, like <laughs> you do that, you do that. I'm like, I'll do what you want. <laughs> I'm like into it. <laughs> Okay, okay. So Criminal Minds is our show at the moment. Yeah, we like sit down, have dinner on the couch, Mm -hmm. and watch the show for like four hours. Wow. I'm not going to lie. I'll go home and I'll tell Matt. I'll be like, I kind of envy their life a little bit. (laughs) He's like, why? And I go, "Uh, they just are enjoying themselves. I go, you remember before we had kids and like, you know, I would just come home and be like, what's for dinner? Oh, let's do something. Ooh, it's so fun. I was like, that's not our life anymore. We do have just like a pretty easy you have a great life I have a great life yeah we just not that we don't have responsibilities like we have a house we have jobs whatever normal stuff but we don't have anything else besides the two of us in our house yeah and it's just very easy we just 
pick a meal for the night and we just hang out on the couch and we have the same work schedule. Like it's just our lives are very in sync Mm -hmm. and we both enjoy staying home and Mm -hmm. we just like our little life in our house. Yeah, it's great. Unlike me, I mean, I love my life. Gracie snuck into my bed at 2 a.m. And then I'm sandwiched between her and Matt. And I was just like, fuck this. And and I go to the couch and then I can't sleep. And so I read a little bit and then I pass out like an hour before I have to wake up. Yeah. And then I just, I'm angry. And I'm just like, (laughs) and then she did it again this morning. And then she's like, I know I was supposed to just like hang out with Bubba, but I missed you. And I was just like. What is there to miss? I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, Gracie also cut her hair. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. She gave herself some bangs. She gave her, okay. Like a strong bang. So she walks out and I didn't even notice at first. And so, but I walk into the bathroom and there's just hair all over the sink. Oh, no, no, no. She, She did. I didn't notice it until later, but there was even more hair, like a huge chunk of hair in the garbage oh, in the bathroom. And I was like, how much hair did you cut off? <laughs> so then I go and I look at her and I was like, oh my gosh. And so she is borderline mullet at this point. And no. so, and now when I try to put her hair in a ponytail, it just all falls. <laughs> now I got a pin, like 20 pins in her hair just so food doesn't get in it. And I'm just like about to lose my mind. You have to get some headbands. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get some headbands because, oh my gosh. I she cut quite she, a bit. Off. cut so much I gotta make a it hair appointment it was just in her way so it she... was just in her way and that's my daughter I don't need your help I can take care of it myself unless it's 2am and she's I want to she's turning 30 and I'm just like oh my god when you sent me that picture it doesn't look bad in the picture you sent me right it doesn't in the picture no <laughs> but I was like the amount of hair she must have cut to to bang it up like I was that didn't sound right when, <laughs> to cut bangs she's got some bangs she's got some thick blunt bangs yeah so she needs to go get a professional we need to get that layered up yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was that even on your radar as a mom like had you even thought that through like one day well you know you always see the stories where kids you know cut their hair and I'm like yeah oh, that's funny and I really didn't think it I just thought it was funny it's just a story that we're gonna tell later right. on Matt was furious really Fury, like he had a hard time with her first haircut. I think it's just his baby girl. It's like any change. She has hard. great hair. She does. She have, has amazing she hair. Does have for amazing a four-year-old, I'm, I'm really shocked. One thing I did want to talk about with hair is that it sounds like Gen Z has decided that two things are no longer cool. One of them is a side part. Apparently, if you don't have a middle part, you're like not cool. So you have a side part right now that I see. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> I'm a garbage person. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> so, okay. It just one means question. you're old. What is the age demographic for Gen Z? Because I feel like they made a little subdivision for us called, I think, Gen Y. Yes. Yeah. Because we are kind of just like really in between. So I'm a true millennial. You're a true millennial. Gen Z is younger than me. So how old are they? I don't know. 18? 22? No, but they have come forward. And they have said, who is they who represents the young people, Crystal, (laughs) which we are not them. They have said skinny jeans are out and side parts are out. I I do both of those things. And it's moments like this where I just feel really uncool. Not that I often feel cool. Okay, so Gen Z is mid to late 90s as starting birth years and early 2010s. So you're at the end of millennial. I'm a late millennial. So what kind of gene is cool then? 
I think it's like a straight leg. So I'll be 90s. honest. I have not looked into the jean situation. I mean, let's be honest. I we only just, wear leggings. Right. We so. just recycle trends. You're right. I mean, soon they'll be like, like bell bottoms are in. But I feel like the hair trend is like, we've not had a hair trend like that's that decisive, have we? How are they making rules during a pandemic? Like, no. They're young. They can do what they want. <laughs> We're old. Disagree. I didn't jump on the skinny jean wagon for a long time because my I got thick ass legs. And so I was just like, I don't need pants to show those off. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally adopted them and now you're telling me they're taking it away. They're that's taking some it bullshit. Away. OK, <laughs> like I just that's all I have now are skinny jeans. Well, it's not cool. People. So now what are you going to. Mm, mm, OK, next time you put on a pair of skinny jeans, I want you to realize, like, think about as you're putting them on how uncool I am. Yeah. I already knew that, so we're good. <laughs> and not everybody looks good with the middle part. No. That is all up to, like, the shape of your face. Mm-hmm. So, dare I say, fuck you. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> it's a bold statement yeah. coming off of this. <laughs> coming in hot. Okay, back to another topic. <laughs> now that you got me all riled up. Um, this week, we're doing Cocky Chef. I'm curious about how you are in the kitchen. Let me get my notepad out. Um, Do you have some go-to recipes? <sighs> yes. Obviously, I like to cook Asian food, mm-hmm. and I love specifically Korean food. But Korean food, Asian food in general, very tedious. There's probably nowhere like a, a recipe is less than three ingredients. It's always like eight or more. That's why the food's so good, in my opinion. Yeah. If I make it, it's like a weekend thing. Like, I need more simple recipes during the week. That's why I go to you and I'm like, oh, give me a pasta recipe, you know? I got a lot of basic recipes yeah, and I'm that like, I just sweet. whip up during the week. I make, I still make the spaghetti recipe you gave me yeah. and the pasta, the ziti looking mm-hmm. thing. Those are big ones. But I can't make them too often because they're super heavy. <laughs> they are. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. put you down. <laughs> yeah, they'll put me down like to sleep and they'll also like add 20 pounds to me is what I'm saying like it's just a lot yeah it is I'm not you know an intuitive cook I'm Mm -hmm. not very confident in the kitchen so I have to find recipes that are super super easy and I also because I I just don't really enjoy it I don't want to spend two hours at night making a meal and it's just Ben and I Right. Even if it wasn't, that my hands probably wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the hunt the past probably year and a half to just find the easiest recipes to keep us alive. No, and you've been doing a really good job with it. But yeah, that spaghetti mm-hmm. Instant Pot one That's a takes good one. like 10 minutes. I just love that I can stick it all in the Instant Pot. It's so I love great. That. Mm-hmm. And then the baked CD is my first recipe I really felt like I nailed. It was really good. <laughs> it is good. And then I have a couple others that I've that yeah. have gotten together. I make these um, chicken parm sliders Okay. on those Hawaiian rolls. Mm-hmm. Those are easy and good because I just do like the bagged, mm-hmm. like frozen fried chicken. They're not overly healthy, just so people know. Oh, she's not making healthy foods. I don't Mm-mm. make healthy meals. Mm-mm. We do have a salad here and there with our You do, meals. yeah. <laughs> I love a taco night. Tacos are good. Those are usually pretty simple. I love a homemade pizza night. Uh, you got me hooked mm-hmm. on homemade pizza. They're so good. We make them all the time now. They're so easy. And so it's fun. Easy. And Everyone it's delicious. Can make their own yes. And I love it. Yeah. Those are really fun. 
I do wish I had that skill though to where I could whip something up in the kitchen and it tastes good like just know oh I need a little tarragon or something usually I'm like salt and pepper like because I don't know so Ben is kind of like that Matt's like that I would say I cook more but Mm -hmm. he's a better cook like when he cooks like he can grill he's great at that Matt cooks more yeah (laughs) but he's just he's better in the kitchen yeah I don't know why I'm cooking so much you hear that Ben we gotta talk about it later (laughs) yeah better tighten up buddy (laughs) he's better at it We're not world-class chefs over no, here, that's for sure. No, Do you watch a lot of cooking shows? No. I don't either. My mom does. Usually I'm just hungry after, yeah. I do like watching cooking shows when I was ever at the gym. What? <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah. Do they and I'm play just like that running. at the gym? Yes. That's mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm half my margarita. Yes. Made us marks It's going to be a new tradition. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Should we jump into Let's our episode? Let's just jump in. Okay. I feel like the title alone tells you kind of what the story is going to be about. It is. Yeah. Cocky chef. He's a cocky chef. That's what you need Cover's to know. pretty hot though. Um, yes. Because you know who's on welcome. it. Christian Hogue. Oh my goodness. And he's looking good. He's looking Does good. Does he look like a chef? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. But he is looking good. He's not good. even holding like a spoon or anything. No, there's not <laughs> just, even a spatula yep, in sight. Just lifting up the old I kinda shirt. I kind of wish he was in maybe like a little chef's That would have been so cute. He's not. I don't even care. He looks great. <laughs> I had why the, we picked the book. I had the book on the counter and Ben walked in one day and he was like, really? <laughs> We're not even trying to hide it. I mean... Yeah, no. But Cocky Chef is by J.D. Hawkins. It has a 3.82 yes. on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it's part of a three-book series. Okay. The series is called Cocky Men. <sighs> okay. I have not read what the other professions are. <laughs> but also, J.D. Hawkins is a man. When you said that, it kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Because I haven't run into very many... Male authors. Male romance authors. No. Are there very many... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. It seems like mostly a female dominated genre. It would be interesting to see how different the writing style is, though. Even on this one, we kind of felt like it was a little. I did at the end. Yeah. At the end, I was like, "Mm, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, let's jump into it. (laughs) Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, again, I know the title of the book is Cocky Chef, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he is so cocky. Yes. And I know, obviously, I should know going into it that he would be cocky. You're like, he's really cocky, But though. he was cockier than I expected. Like, what part? I just felt like he was just a piece of work. Like, he... <laughs> he. Okay, so let's start here. We should here. tell them what his name is. <laughs> his name is Cole. He's like a Michelin star chef. Right. He owns a restaurant in L.A. called Knife. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's the hot spot. He right. sounds like Gordon Ramsay. That's what I thought. Right? He's currently in L.A. He just got back from Vegas. He's opening up a second location, a second restaurant mm-hmm. in Vegas. But he walks into his restaurant like he owns the place. But mm-hmm. like, I know that he does. <laughs> he does own it. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, I've arrived. Like, mm-hmm. he's just got this like attitude. I don't know. Did you feel that? Like he was super cocky or am I alone? Because the title said he was going to be, I kind of was prepared for the level of cockiness. I didn't think he was like a dick though. I think he was a, because I can't imagine running a restaurant, a successful restaurant, especially in Los Angeles is probably like easy. You're right. And so you have to have a level of like intensity to where you're just like, ah, I want perfection. 
And I felt like that's what he was. All right, I'll let it slide. <laughs> so he walks okay. into the restaurant and he requests a table. He orders a steak. Mm-hmm. But the whole time he's just eyeing this blonde girl mm-hmm. hard. He's like, I'm going to take her home tonight. And he's almost just, he, he sends a bottle of wine to her table where she's with her friends. And he's just like, getting her in bed's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And it would be. She was eyeing him too. Yeah. So. <laughs> But when his food arrives, again, it's his restaurant. He mm-hmm. takes a bite and he's <laughs> outraged by the potatoes. Yeah. He calls over the waiter and he's like, who is cooking the vegetables tonight? <laughs> and the terrified waiter who's like shaking in his apron tells him that it's Willow, the new chef that was hired this past week while he was out of town. And he's just like, send her out to me. <laughs> and Willow comes out clearly doesn't know who he is right and she does have a bit of an attitude about the whole thing so she gets to the table and cole is like tell me what seasoning is on these potatoes and she starts to list the ingredients and he stops her when she says time and he's like time this is clearly lemon time right and the recipe calls for regular time and i'm like but she was just like we ran out of time so i used the lemon time and then she was like I actually think it tastes better that way. And that was a mistake. <laughs> and he lost his shit. Because that's his recipe mm-hmm. in his restaurant. And it's clear that she just doesn't know who he is. She had said that because he was in normal street clothes. Right. She just had it connected that it was him. Mm-hmm. But apparently this guy's like a big deal. Like he's had TV shows. He's been on the cover of GQ. Yeah. So everyone's a little shocked that she didn't recognize him. But he starts to like yell at her a little bit for mm-hmm. using the wrong ingredient. And like Gordon Ramsay style. And she calls him an asshole yeah. to his face. And he's like, do you know who I am? Yeah. I'm Chef Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Once the realization sets in for her, like all the pieces connect in her head. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, that was it. And she just walks out. She, she walks out in the middle of her shift. She just leaves. Right. And she knows like that was it. You can't call Gordon Ramsay an asshole at his own restaurant and expect to like I think live if I met day. Gordon Ramsay, I'd be terrified. I wouldn't say anything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw on something, it wasn't TikTok because I'm not that cool, but he does TikToks with, with his, his daughter. daughter. It's Isn't so, that so cute. cute. He actually seems relatively human. I know. But I remember the one episode of whatever show he's on where he put two pieces of bread <laughs> on the side of the chef's head and called her like a, an idiot sandwich or something. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he was just like, say it. <laughs> like, you're an idiot sandwich. Did she have to say it? I think so. She I can't say, remember. But I remember him having those two pieces of bread. He's just like... <laughs> somebody did that to you at work oh my <laughs> could you imagine it's just... like two pieces of paper by our head it's like <laughs> you're a garbage report and I'd be like oh my god <laughs> oh my god I can't imagine oh gosh uh, after she walks out of this is like the first three pages <laughs> I know we have barely begun (laughs) so she's walking out to her car after leaving in the middle of her shift Mm -hmm. and she's basically reliving all of her recent past failures right and i guess she had opened her own restaurant in the middle of nowhere in idaho it didn't work out because the location was so bad like nobody could find her nowhere yeah i know so even though the food and everything was great it was just the location set
thank her. She moved out to LA now that she just basically got fired from her a really good job. Yeah, this is like the best restaurant job. in the city. It's just like the cherry on top of an ice cream of sadness. But her roommate does talk some sense into her. Yeah, for sure. The next day, Cole is in his office in the restaurant. Someone tells him that Willow is here mm-hmm. and he's surprised and he's just like, all right, send her in. Mm-hmm. When she walks in, he's basically drooling over her. Yeah. Because she's no longer in the shapeless chef outfit. She's in some tight ripped jeans and a crop top, mm-hmm. which side note, probably not the most professional outfit choice. Thank you. Thank you. To enter this situation. I also thought the same. Like if I was going to apologize to my boss, I'm I, not going to show up looking like that. I keep my belly hidden, but maybe mm-hmm. she it's L.A. Maybe rules are, di- rules I mean, are different. I would definitely keep my belly hidden. But <laughs> even if I had a flat toned stomach, she comes in and just apologizes for using the wrong ingredient. And she says she knows that it was a mistake. It starts. She just turns and starts to walk out. Cole is like, where do you think you're going? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm leaving. I'm not going to sit here and beg for my job. Like, I know you're gonna fire me and he's a little caught off guard because i'm guessing that most people don't talk to him like this right but he's also super turned on and so i'm gonna say this so i wrote in this chapter for one i put he's getting hot in his pants but then he keeps saying like there's just something about her and i guess i'm just annoyed at this point with that line there's just something about her what could it be like a special like there's nothing special you love her body that's what it is (laughs) it's not like ooh, you don't know her right so to say there's something about her you just like her big boobs and like her flat stomach right now you just think she's hot yeah yeah he ends up stopping her and is like well i've heard you've done really well this week actually and as long as you don't mess up again (laughs) you can keep your job but he also has one more request from her Because he wants to keep spending time with her. Yeah. So he was signed up, I guess, by his manager, PR person to volunteer to help teach this kid to cook Mm -hmm. who's entering this cooking show to be a mentor. He doesn't really know what to do with the kid. So he asks her, Willow, if she'll help him. And she says, yes. I mean, you really can't tell your boss no after he just spares your job. But it turns out Willow's great with kids. And Mm -hmm. so she agrees. And when the kid shows up, they go to the market and help her name is Chloe pick out vegetables for her meal. Cole's like kind of awkward on the whole thing, but he appreciates that Willow has helped him. I don't know if I needed the side plot with Chloe. I actually liked the Chloe side story. Yeah, I think it was just she was probably the one thing I really enjoyed. And I thought it was cute that this little girl was just like she was hitting the finals of a cooking competition. I liked her. I liked her. And I felt like she's the what bridged kind of the gap between them. That's true. Because he's so like rigid anal about everything mm-hmm. chloe was fun and wanting to like break the rules right. and cut things in different shapes and like he got upset up. because they were like what are you gonna cook she was like oh i'm thinking about pasta and he's like pasta that's not gonna win a competition <laughs> i'm like oh my god you're She's eight yeah <laughs> calm down yeah they have a good time i think helping her and working together and when it's over he clearly just wants to spend more time with willow so he asks her to dinner that night under the pretense of like getting to know his new chef which is like Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. But she says yes, like you do. And so she shows up that night to drinks and dinner with him. Got so much to say about this restaurant, too, but And <laughs> she's in a tight little sweater dress that he obviously appreciates. Mm-hmm. And they end up spending quite a bit of time together. They go to a fusion restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I hate these restaurants. <laughs> I hate a fusion restaurant where there's like, quote, sushi and then wraps and then samosa. Like, I just concentrate on the 
one thing and yeah. then make that really good. I can't handle fusion restaurants. The restaurant got to you. I was a little salty about it. Okay. But they do have a pretty good conversation. Mm-hmm. They get to know each other kind of on a deeper level. I mean, she talks right. about her failed business, but then he tells her that the reason her business failed is because of her concept, because she had said it was because of her location, which is kind of rude, first of all. <laughs> and he tells her that there's three secrets to a successful restaurant. Mm-hmm. One, the food has to look beautiful. Two, you need to charge a ridiculously high price. Mm-hmm. And three, you have to leave them wanting more, aka small portions. Uh-huh. She laughs in his face. She calls bullshit on it. And she says that she fully disagrees with everything he just said. Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads me to a question. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not a fancy person at heart. I prefer a more comfortable environment with some good food and I want a lot of it. This is why I like Mexican restaurants. <laughs> I have a bottomless chips and salsa happening. Right. And I just have like a lot of food. I just don't live a lifestyle where we go try fancy restaurants with small portions. However, I do think that if that is your lifestyle, there is something to the concept of the high price. I feel like in those sort of restaurants, you're paying for the experience. The experience. You shouldn't be going because you want to get like full. You're paying yes. for wonderful service the ambiance like you're paying for all of that I feel like those instances should be far and few between this restaurant that he has Mm -hmm. is very pretentious very which is fine yeah I mean it's LA people want to keep up appearances they Mm want to go to restaurants like this to impress people Mm -hmm. that's totally fine but you're right. You're not going to that restaurant to leave full. Full. So it's just a different concept. Right. Neither is bad. But he was like, this is the only way to have a restaurant, mm-hmm. which the majority of restaurants aren't like that. No. Maybe in LA, but not here. We live in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things we could say about that. We are very far away. We're very far away. And we like to be full after we leave a restaurant. I like to always be full. Right. Constantly. I mean, if there's a bottomless anything, fries, buns, uh, you know, like the rolls, anything like that. Bread. Like, like, we love that shit. Oh, we no, eat that I shit up. a basket of bread that when it's empty, they say, do you want some more? And I and say, yes. Uh-huh, and a little bit more butter, please. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Anyways, she tells him that she believes that if she had a better location for her restaurant, her style of restaurant would thrive. Right. And so he decides to make her a deal. He tells her that she can cook a meal for him. And if it's fantastic, he'll put it on the menu at his restaurant for a week as a special and then let the customers decide and see how it does. She says yes. Well, of course she says yes. I mean, she shouldn't say no. But in my head, I was thinking of the rest of the staff. They've been working there for years. Yeah. And for this new chef to come in after one week and she already gets like this meal. Like, I don't know. It's just very... Did you miss the part where she has a hot, flat stomach? (laughs) I I did not. Um, But she's like, yeah, I'm in. When? And he's like, now. Right now. (laughs) Right now. So they go back to the restaurant. The kitchen is empty because it's been closed for a while. And she just starts cooking up a storm. She is whipping it up. And he's watching her and he is just super turned on Mm -hmm. by her making him a meal. Because he's never seen a hot girl cook before. Nope. Especially when she's like ordering him around, like, mm-hmm. oh, do that, get me that. She's He's like, like pants off. Okay. <laughs> After she's done, she presents him with a fancy burger. And he goes, oh, He's a like, burger? I'm sure it's great. I'm not going to put a burger on the menu. Right. I love a burger. 
I like a fancy. Have you had the burger at the tavern? I don't know. Because it reminded me sort of of the description in here. They make their own buns. They have this delicious like mushroom sauce that goes on it. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Speaking of burgers and buns, (laughs) I was watching that girl on YouTube who I told you about who's just like sunny and bright. Yeah. Her life's great. Yeah. I was watching her vlog Mm -hmm. and she was saying that she was going to make veggie burgers that night. Mm -hmm. And then she had said that she had forgot to buy buns at the store. And I want to ask you if you were in this situation where you had planned to have burgers Mm -hmm. and you had forgotten buns Mm -hmm. and it's like midday. Right. Dinner's at night. What would you do? (laughs) If I didn't have buns Mm -hmm. midday. Yeah. Can I go out and get buns? You can. Okay. Well, then I would probably do that. Or if I feel super lazy, I'd be like, do we just have regular like sandwich bread? (laughs) She makes her own bread. Of course she does. She makes her own buns. And I'm watching this in bed, like Mm -hmm. a slug, a glass of wine in, just like getting angry. Like I would never, never make my own buns. Never. And she happily made her own burger, homemade burger buns. I bet it was delicious. You know, I'm sure that it was. But it's not worth it to me. No. I mean, you don't even have to go to a grocery store. I can go to Walgreens or CVS and get buns. Like you can go anywhere to get buns. She spent like three Mm. hours making homemade buns. That sounds stupid. Making her own dough, <laughs> mm, yeah. letting it rise, baking it. God, I was exhausted just watching You're it. Still Anyways. a fan of her? <laughs> yeah, she's just like so sunny and bright. Oh, God. What a life. Anyways, he's just like, Ugh, burgers are generic. She's like, don't be such a snob about it. Mm-hmm. And she makes him taste the burger. Actually, she corners him. She corners him, shoves the burger, kind of like force Basically. feeds him the burger mm-hmm. while making eye contact, which is such a power move as someone like... Yeah. While you're like locking eyes. <laughs> Very intense. Once he takes a bite, he's impressed. He was impressed, but it also sounded like he hasn't had like just a normal hamburger in so long. But he was like, okay, oh. it's got some juicy goodness, <laughs> you know? Then he goes to mm-hmm. wipe some food off the corner of her lip, subtly traces her lips with his thumb, and then she sucks his thumb into her mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's and it. Like, game on. It's over. I yeah. mean, they just go at it. Uh-huh. He takes her back to his office. And so this part made me laugh because I kept thinking if they were to just stay in the kitchen and do it, you'd be like, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad they did not have sex in the kitchen. I would have a problem with that. Yeah. That's, I don't want semen. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sauce? Ew. <laughs> But they go back to the office and he just does one of those moves where he just like pushes everything off of his desk, which is my worst nightmare. (laughs) You'd be like, let me pick that up. Right. Whenever I read that or watch that in a show or a movie and they Uh just like wipe it off. Like I can't focus on anything else. Like I need to pick it up. You know what I mean? So hot. Uh huh. (laughs) It's like the least sexy thing for someone just to like knock stuff off of the desk. I just feel like it's messy. I'm going to have to pick that up later. Like I can't enjoy it anymore because I'm just thinking about the mess that's waiting for me. The papers on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. They're like mid hookup. And he's like, do you think we'll regret this? And she's like, only Only if if we we stop. stop. And then they're just like ravaging each other's bodies. Right. And then when he pulls his giant dong out, she just like stares at it in appreciation. And he's smirking like, yep, yeah, that's, that's my dog. That's mine. That one's mine. <laughs> and then she just like mounts him on the desk and they mm-hmm. just bang it out. She rides him to pound town. <laughs> that she does. It was pretty hot. It was pretty hot. Yeah. It was a good scene. It was good. And that's that. 
<laughs> so the next morning, she meets her friend Tony for breakfast. Ugh, okay. We do not like Tony in this house. They're chit-chatting and somehow Tony is like a mind reader and he's like, you fucked your boss, didn't you? Okay, so this brings up a whole other question for me. <laughs> I have never looked at my friend and been like, did you fuck him? Like, I just, I feel like that's very aggressive. It's I would just aggressive. be like, did you have sex with him last night or did you do it? Did you, you know? sleep with him? But I wouldn't be like, did you fuck him? <laughs> like, I just feel, do you have friends that talk like that? Is it just me? I don't have like... <laughs> Friends who are hitting the town, <laughs> hooking up like. Have you ever asked I'm not a friend? Gonna ask you if you sleep with your husband. Like I don't talk to anybody else. But, who's like, the, but would you ever say to somebody, "Did you fuck him?" No. Okay. No. But, yeah. I feel like that's the way they communicate in this book. Yes. But either way. Tony tells her that he has set up a meeting with some investors for this week and she needs to be there. And Willow's like, what are, what? You, what are you talking about for what? Well, apparently her and Tony one night when they were just hanging out, talking, they had said that one day they would like to open a restaurant together. He basically took that as we're opening a restaurant together, just went forward with finding plans for that when right. she just thought it was like a casual friend convo about goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. It would be like if we were having a girls night and we had said like for the hundredth time we should open up a wedding venue and you just bought a property the uh-huh. next day and you were like well you're gonna quit your job right like we're gonna right. do this right you, that's not how you conduct business no like she thought it was just a dream that they had like a pipe dream basically right. but he's been kind of out there trying to make it happen I guess so she's like all right I, I'll go to the meeting that sounds fine mm-hmm. but that night Willow heads to the restaurant every Tuesday I guess the kitchen staff gets together to kind of eat and drink and get to know each other. I would like to say as a side note, she describes one of the line cooks as a snowman. She said that he had a round head and a round body and I laughed out loud. Really? Yeah. (laughs) She was like, oh, and there's Clark looking like a snowman. Oh my goodness. With his round body parts. I was like, what? (laughs) What And I laughed because I built a lot of snowman, Mm -hmm. snowmans, (laughs) snowmen. I built a lot of snowmans. <laughs> I was like, we live in Oklahoma. It doesn't snow that much. <laughs> snowmans. I built a lot of snowmen in Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh my god! I just like rolled the little pieces of like the balls of snow. It doesn't count. But okay, so, go so on. She said the snow, but I just I, okay. <laughs> How you circled back to Animal Crossing. It's a crazy thing up here in this head of mine. Oh. Mm-hmm. The, the things that connect to each other, you know. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> Anyways, they all have a good time chatting, eating, drinking together. But after the fun part is over, Cole kind of speaks up mm-hmm. Chef Chambers mm-hmm. and says that he's adding a new item to the menu. What? A burger. No. And he says that he's already showed Willow how to make it. What? And he... <laughs> And he wants the waiters to recommend it and then ask the guests for their thoughts after to see how it does. Mm-hmm. And while Willow is happy that her recipe will be on the menu, she's super bothered by the fact that he just took credit for her recipe. Right. But what else was he supposed to do? I totally agree. Because she pulls him aside and he's like, look, you think I can just throw your recipe on the menu when I have other staff who've worked for me for years Mm -hmm. and you think they're not going to ask questions about us? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't. Right. And he's right. He's a thousand percent And she does kind of get it. Like, she she sees his point for sure. She's Mm -hmm. still upset about it, which I also get. 
Yeah, and then if people don't like it, it's on him. It's not on her. Yeah, he's you know? taking the sense. risk here. I mean, yeah. I see both sides 100%. I think they both see both sides, too. Right. I think she's mostly upset about the fact that he doesn't really acknowledge their little romp in the sack or seem to really care. I mean, what did she want, though? Like, neither one have tried to reach out to each other. And also, he's not going to walk into the restaurant like, like, hey, baby, plant one on her. I think she had like some weird expectations. Yeah, I don't get her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But later that night, (laughs) that's why her restaurant failed. (laughs) Because you don't get her. (laughs) She's a confusing person. That night, Cole is sitting outside in his fancy backyard, looking out at the pool and the view. And he starts to have this little sexy daydream about Willow. Mm-hmm. He starts to imagine her swimming naked in his pool and then him bringing her out of the water. And he's like imagining himself licking up her, like her body up and down. It's a very vivid it's, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like we were there. Yeah. And he starts to touch himself while imagining himself. So is he on the balcony her nipples. or like? Yeah. He's, he's outside, like, right? He's outside. He's like so in this daydream. He actually comes in his pants. Mm-hmm at like rocket speed and he's like whoa (laughs) and he's also like there's just something about her (laughs) I gotta have her again (laughs) once wasn't enough (laughs) so the next day he's visiting the new restaurant in Vegas that he's opening when someone tells that the person that he had planned to be the head chef at the Vegas place Mm -hmm. got knocked up and is moving to Mexico which seems I agree with her (laughs) she should yeah just yeah hang out stay there yeah but he is furious right and he's like running around the restaurant screaming about how nobody's loyal anymore (sighs) and the manager guy is like okay let's take a deep breath here right we might just have to move the la chef up here to kind of get things going for a while Mm -hmm. but it's all gonna work out and the manager guy also was like maybe you should hit up vegas for a night out to blow off some steam and cole was like releasing this kind of tension is gonna take a lot more than slot machines willow luckily i know (laughs) just the thing i was like oh my god yeah so that same day but an LA on Willow's side she Mm -hmm. has the full day off and which made me laugh because her day off sounded amazing oh my gosh did it she spends the whole day eating chips and guac binge watching shows on the couch sweatpants Mm -hmm. she slept in fully support this day off sounds great but her roommate comes home and is like ugh you slob let's get out of here and so her friend it's like way to support her I know (laughs) and her roommate drags her out to a hot new LA club which just like (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) when was the last time you were in a club (laughs) it's been a while did did they not make that sound anywhere (laughs) probably do i haven't gone out in so long and i don't want to i don't want to i honestly whenever i see pictures of like crowded places now it gives me anxiety (laughs) (laughs) because we've been home for so long for me it's like i don't want to stay up late that too and i also don't want to like come home smelling like the club I don't want a hangover. I don't want any of that. I want to get in bed at about 10 p.m., mm-hmm. watch my show, and peacefully fall asleep. Anyways, they go to a hot club. <laughs> You're like dreaming about it right now. And I'm like, I'm like let's, let's finish tonight. this episode. It's like already dark out. I'm excited. Okay. Um, Willow is out on the dance floor, just sexy dancing. It said she was in a satin skirt. Which, to be honest, I can't think of a worse outfit to wear to a club. You don't wear satin to a satin, club. That, that skirt's a goner. Girl, you like, gotta I'm be wearing gonna... cotton. <laughs> you need a washable yeah. fabric. <laughs> you need a poly cotton blend. <laughs> a satin skirt, that's its that... first and last day alive. <laughs> 
but she's basically in this giant crowd, just sexy dancing away mm-hmm. when she catches. Oh, she my. locks eyes. What a twist! With Cole, mm-hmm. just Chef staring Cole. at her. He's on the second floor. I fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> and he is. Mm-hmm. And she sees him watching she's her. She's like, "Oh, I'll give you a show. Yeah, I'm gonna put mm-hmm. it on for you down here." And mm-hmm. she just kicks it up. <laughs> 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 She just kicks up the dancing a notch until she has to like take her breath because she is like yeah. moving mm-hmm. the bot around in that set skirt. She's working off that chips and guac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she leaves the dance floor, oh my God, to get some water mm-hmm. and she goes down the hall and she runs into Cole. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Who basically looks like he just wants to rip her clothes off right then. And he basically does. So she makes the first move. She though. does. She pushes him into some dark corner of the club. It sounded like it was private. It's not. It wasn't, It though. was straight up public. It was public, and they're just making out hard. And then she drops to her knees in the club, takes his dingling out into her mouth. And just goes to town. She even mentions choking. Mm-hmm. But she didn't care. She was in the moment. But it's like, you know now her eyes are watering. Yeah, you know that mascara is looking her like shit. Her face is now blotchy. Mm-hmm. It's not a sexy scene. No, no. In real life. No. Her knees, her satin skirt, if it wasn't gone before that, is gone now. Oh my god. Her knees are sticky. Her face is sticky. <laughs> Tighten up, girl. That's why your restaurant failed. <laughs> but she just... Sucks about. <laughs> I can't even say that out loud. <laughs> but that's what she does until he comes in a public club. And when she gets up, her she's roommate's like, like right there. She wipes her mouth, and then it just like she stands up, and it's like reality hit her what she just did. Yeah, and her roommate easily finds her because they're right so in public. This is the question I have for you: Did she see it? Because she goes, "Oh, I see you're hooking up with the boss again." So did she see her? It felt or does like- she just look? Like she did something. It felt like when Willow stood up, mm-hmm. her roommate was like right there. So no, that's how it was. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I'm like, I would be mortified if my roommate saw me like also, on my knees. When a girl is on her knees in front of a guy, she's not tying his shoes. No, you know, like no, no, no. she's doing one thing. So her roommate obviously knew what was going on. I just, if not by the body language, then by her face, where her like, come on, Willow. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? I know. When they walk away, Willow does feel like she's made a mistake. They didn't even, like, go to the restroom. She was in the corner of a... I just... I don't understand. I don't... I know. But when she walks away, she's like, okay, never again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Willow. All right. So the next day, while Cole is actually sweetly helping little Chloe improve her cooking, he does warm up to her and he is pretty good with her. It's kind of cute to see. Willow is with her friend Tony and they're meeting with the investors for the first time. She didn't even know that the meeting was going to be that day. It didn't Mm -hmm. sound like. She was surprised when Tony called that morning and said today's the day. And she was like, we just talked about this. And they don't have a pitch prepared. They haven't talked about anything for the restaurant. And also, we don't really know anything about these investors. He met them at a club. Yeah, and they're just essentially winging it. Like, Mm -hmm. They have never talked to investors before for a restaurant. Right. And they have no game plan. It honestly kind of gave me anxiety. It gave me anxiety too. Just reading how unprepared they were for such a big meeting. Mm -hmm. And the pitch, 
I didn't feel it like horrible. it went that well. It was a horrible page. They were contradicting each other. Mm-hmm. They clearly weren't on the same page about their vision no. for the restaurant. It's just weird to like fight with your business partner in front of your investors. I felt like if I was the investor, that's a big red flag. Right. Would have been a no-go for me. Mm-hmm. And after it's over, Tony somehow feels confident and is just like, this is just how these things go. Like, they loved us. And I don't really know. she's like, I don't know about that. He just feels very confident about it. I didn't like Tony at all. No. But after the meeting, she heads back to Knife because she has her shift and she runs into Cole. And he pulls her aside and she starts to kind of babble about last night being a mistake, but... He stops oh, her. Oh, you mean giving somebody head in the middle of a club is a mistake? <laughs> oh. But he stops her and asks her on a date. Well, yeah. And she's kind of caught off guard since... <laughs> <laughs> You're unamused. I mean, to me, that means like, ooh, this girl, she's willing to do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course he's going to ask her out. But she agrees. <laughs> and the following week, they meet up for a day date at the beach. Mm-hmm. And he had rented them a cabana... And he has people like refilling their drinks all day, which honestly sounds pretty that great. Sounds like a dream come true. A day in a cabana on the beach, oh, which yeah. is like endless mojitos. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> you don't even talk about the date. I could be alone and <laughs> like, be doesn't oh, have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do relax and they get to know each other pretty mm-hmm. well. Cole actually opens up quite a bit about. He tells her the story about his former best friend and business partner he had when he was just first starting out as a chef in L.A. Mm -hmm. And it turns out this ex-best friend really screwed him over. Mm -hmm. And now he has a huge guard up with anyone else. And he basically just has major trust issues with people. Right. That's the reason why he's so intense. Like he wants to know everything all the time because he doesn't trust anybody to take on anything. Yeah. His friend basically burned the restaurant down to get the insurance money, took the insurance money and fled, but put all the loans in his name. Yeah. Whoa. It was really bad. Yeah. I don't know how you recover from that. And I felt like if I were Willow, I'd be like, interesting. Like, is this happening to me? Like, that's what I thought. I thought this was like her cautionary tale. Like, he trusted somebody that he was friends with. with the investors. Right. I thought you meant, never mind. And with Tony, like, I'm like, maybe this is sort of the same situation. It should have been. Like, it should have been. But we'll we'll tell you what happens. Yeah. Overall, they just talk and laugh and have a good time together. And the whole time I read it, I was just thinking about how I wish I was on the beach. I will say, again, she had like beachy drinks, but he was drinking like a scotch. I remember thinking his beach drink of choice was odd. It was what you drink when you're in a study. It was like a dark liquor. (laughs) Yeah. A brooding liquor. Yeah. I was like, okay. But later that week, Willow was making some homemade cinnamon rolls. Yum. Yum. When Cole calls her and asks her if she'll come to Vegas for a few days with him, just to offer a second opinion, (laughs) eyebrow raise, (laughs) on his new restaurant. And he also is just like, I only booked us one suite, but let me know if you want your own room. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm good. Sounds good. (laughs) And a little bit later that same night, (laughs) that same night, she gets another phone call, but this time it's Tony. And Tony has some news. Apparently, the investors loved them. Which is like... Like red flag number one, because that was a horrible pitch. 
It was a horror. Like, I don't know how this worked in their favor. And Willow was naturally skeptical about the whole thing because Tony met these guys in a bar one night. Mm-hmm. Willow asks him, like, basic financial decision. Like, what's their financing? Have we seen it? Location. Super basic things. And Tony's just like, why aren't you excited? This is our dreams coming true. And I was just like, Tony, use your brain a little bit here. These are surface level questions. He's a dud. But every normal question she asks, he's like, oh, you're such a downer. He's like, you're not supporting this. Like, this is a huge decision to trust people to go into business with. It's too simple. You know what I mean? They have nothing on the line for There's this. There's nothing. You know, he just somehow came across these investors and these investors are like, yeah, I like your shitty pitch. It makes no, no sense. Anyways, fast forward to Vegas. This is like right after she's been like thinking through all this stuff with Tony and the restaurant, and the investors, and he can kind of pick up that like something's off with her a little bit, but they just kind of power through and he takes her to the new restaurant. He has her try all the new items on the menu. She gives her feedback and he's just super impressed with her again. So much so that as they're walking out, he kind of steps aside and talks to the manager and the manager has been searching for a new head chef Mm -hmm. since the one got knocked up and went to Mexico. He's like, cancel the search. He's like, he's like, I know I've got it under control. Mm -hmm. And he tells him that we're going to move the LA head chef up to Vegas. Willow is going to be the new head chef in the LA location. Someone is thinking with their penis. (laughs) (laughs) And the manager is shocked. And he's like, she's only worked with you for a few weeks, which fair. Like that's, but Cole can't be swayed. Mm -hmm. He's just like, make it happen. I'm the boss. Yeah. Obviously, that night at the hotel together, they get frisky. And I mean, like, everywhere and anywhere mm-hmm. in that hotel room. Mm-hmm. Even the next morning, they get it on in a steamy shower. That was kind of hot. It was. Yeah. Like, they made some good use of their time in that hotel I room. always feel like shower scenes in a book just are so much hotter than in real yes. life. And in real life, I'm just like, God, you're in my way. <laughs> like It's like slippery, like one wrong step, but I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to be, like, hurt naked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's not pretty. So can you like put your foot on like the soap <laughs> shelf? You're like, this is a mistake. <laughs> like, I mean, if I go down, I'm going down. Cause, uh, I mean, most people don't have like a huge shower with like a waterfall shower head, you no, know? No, it's like cramp. <laughs> you're just like. Rrr, 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 yeah. And you're like, <laughs> edge yourself into the corner. <laughs> And you're just like holding up your life. But in the books, it is hot. It is so hot in the books. I think it is sexier in a hotel shower. I'm like more buying that than I am just like reading about normal shower sex. You know what I mean? One time. (laughs) I'm already excited. Matt and I, it was at a friend's house. (gasps) Because... I'm interested. Our shower, we were renovating our... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and so we both just took a shower, and so I was like, all right, we're here, you know, it's not our shower. And your friends were there? Well, yeah, well, not, they were in the living room, but yeah. I mean, not in the bathroom. <laughs> Eating popcorn. <laughs> so that was kind of fun, but not in your own shower. I think it's the thing of, like, being somewhere else Different. that's, like, new and sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something just, like, dangerous about it being it's in your so own scary. shower. It's so scary. Better have little duckies on the floor. I mean, I'm telling you, 
the idea of crashing down, like there's nothing soft in a shower to catch you. Right. And if you're falling, it's going to hurt. And honestly, I look best standing up. Everything is stretched <laughs> out. If I'm laying down in a cramped position, it's just, just, like, just dripping roll wet after water, roll. Like hair, <laughs> just, wet hair is uh, like not good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like makeup on still? It's like really down. <laughs> It's very sexy in theory. Yes. Anyways, later that week, Cole does something that's super not cocky, and it's actually really sweet. So sweet. He remembers that Willow had mentioned in conversation that she loves Puppy Chow. Mm-hmm. I also love Puppy I Chow. I love Puppy Chow. I, whenever I read this, I was like, I'm going to make it for Crystal and I when we record <gasps> the episode, and I totally didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> it's and you're like, here it is. There's <laughs> <laughs> <It is> Puppy Chow. <laughs> and... So he invites her over and surprises her with some puppy chow that he made. I thought that was so sweet. That was just really sweet. I felt like she didn't react. I don't know. I felt like she... That was such a nice thing to do. Yeah. The fact that he even just like casually mentioned it in passing. Mm -hmm. And he took the time to... Like to re- make this to like look up how to make it this like commoners food yeah yeah it thawed my at that cold point heart. I was like okay I kind of like him I feel like that was the switch for I me was starting for him. to warm up yeah yeah a hundred percent this is also Ugh. the moment where she takes the time to be like so what are we yes he's really sweet and honest and he just says that he wants her I know and like, he wants to be like, with her I like you Cole I am Team Cole now yeah. I mean, puppy chow and you admit your feelings without a struggle. Sold. I'm sold. <laughs> this is all I need. Yeah. <laughs> and she tells him she feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And they're just having a nice time and they're just relaxing together. But then who calls? Tony. Fucking Tony. <laughs> Her phone starts to ring and ring and ring and ring. Ugh. And it's Tony. And she eventually takes the phone call out on Cole's balcony. When she comes in, she apologizes. And she's like, everything is fine, but I have to leave because my friend Tony mm-hmm. has a thing. And he's like, and yeah, he, yeah, I totally he understand. He trusts her. Yeah. He's just like, okay, go do I'm your thing. I'm telling you, this is a new Cole and I'm on board. And it turns out the Tony thing, because she calls him back in the car when she gets home. Tony goes, the money's in the bank. I've seen the money. It's too easy. The money's there. And, and he's like, we're rich. <laughs> we're yeah. rich, bitch. <laughs> and it's, he's like, the guys are real, like... They're ready to invest now. And they've even got some locations scouted for them to look at tomorrow. And Willow is very shocked. I am shocked. But she's also excited. And the next day, they do go look at a bunch of locations. And they look at probably five or six locations. And she just shoots down them as she doesn't like them. And Tony gets pissed. Yeah. Picking a location is very, very important, especially Mm -hmm. for somebody who believes their previous venture failed because of location. So when she didn't like the first one that they showed her, he's just annoyed (sighs) with her. But they eventually take her to a spot that she falls in love with. The spot. The one she loves. She even starts to cry a little bit. She's like, this is my restaurant. And it's down the street from Knife. It is down the street from Knife. Ooh. But they sign the papers and... (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) They're in business and she still hasn't told Cole. You know, it would have been nice if she just did some research about these guys, the investors, you know? I felt like she just trusted Tony. And I'm like, Tony clearly should not be trusted because he just is like making decisions without her yeah. you know he's like yeah you just need to sign the paperwork and then she, didn't he get upset when she was like I want to read the contract yes I'm like he's like I read it for us it's all normal I'm just like, sign it I'm like that's a big decision yeah. I would never be like just sign it take I your would time want you to get read a it. lawyer take a good peek 
anyways, she gets through the next few shifts that she has at Knife and her mind's just racing. She's not really in it. And she talks to Cole here and there, but they haven't really had time together in a few Mm -hmm. days until one day that week she gets home and he's waiting outside by his car for her and he just tells her (laughs) by his Maserati and he tells her that he missed her and he has a surprise for her and he takes her to a place to listen to music and eat he had made them a little picnic basket whole new Cole just wanting to to truly just spend time with her and she's still internally battling because she doesn't want him to feel but trade when she eventually tells him that she's quitting her job this would have been the time to tell him either this time or really after tony called her and she found out and she came back and after they had just discussed their feelings that they were kind of going to be in a relationship that's the time that would have been the time that's the time to say and honestly it. i felt like she should have answered the phone and just been like hey can I call you back? Yeah. She made Tony more of a priority because he wouldn't leave her alone. She really needed to stand up for herself and be like, look, we'll talk about this later. I'm busy right now. Yeah. Either way, I feel like she had some opportunities to tell him and she was just... She punked out. And she was like scared to tell him. Yeah. At some point the next week, Cole pulls his current LA head chef aside to ask her if she'll take the Vegas job. She says yes. And he also asks her how she would feel about Willow taking on the head chef position at the LA location just to kind of like see if the head chef thought that Willow was ready and she says yeah I think she she will be a great leader yeah I mean she seemed a little timid but she did say like one day she'll be a great leader or something like that but after some chit chat he tells his head chef to send Willow in when she gets here for her shift and in his mind he's like I'm about to make all of our dreams come true. He's like, my dreams are coming true. Your dreams are coming true, girl. Like He's Oprah. He's like, yeah, he's like, you got a head chef job. You got a head chef job. Like, he is just... Willow goes into his office and Cole is like bouncing off the walls. Like, right. again, he is so excited. I felt like he's like me when I buy somebody a present and yes. I can't wait to give it to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very <laughs> good comparison. <laughs> so he gives her some flowers and he's like telling her how great she is. And then he offers her the head chef position. And he's like, his excitement is overflowing and he just can't even stop talking about all of his ideas and his plans for them and Mm -hmm. how they'll collaborate and work together and she eventually has to stop him and Mm -hmm. she tells him she can't accept the job and that she actually has to put in her notice which is a double whammy And he is shocked, to say the least. Right. Then she she tells him about the restaurant. I guess I felt like he felt more betrayed than I thought was necessary well, about yeah. this information. He made it sound like she was like taking over his business or something. Yeah. And I know he has that old wound, like we talked about from the previous friend partner that's kind of coming to the surface for him. And he also points out that she did choose a restaurant that's down the street, which kind of puts them in direct competition, which is, it's true. I mean, but it again, it is L.A. I, See, I don't think so. You don't think? I think their food styles are so different. Somebody that's going to go to his restaurant isn't necessarily going to go to hers. That's true. I feel like it was not. Con- I feel like he overreacted. He did overreact. They were both at fault. Oh, for sure. He essentially kicks her out. He's like, you know your way out. Yeah. I'm and like, he's like, the manager will handle your final paycheck mm-hmm. and I'll get someone to cover your shift tonight. Yeah. Like, you can leave. He's right. done. Like, he is like checked out. And she doesn't really fight for him they don't really fight for each other no she just leaves and i was like wow <laughs> okay <laughs> but now his emotions are 
all over the place. Now he is Gordon Ramsay. He's like on crack. Bread outside the head. Right. Idiot sandwiched like, people. He's going to renovate the menu. He's going to change up the, the design. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to raise the prices even more and I can do what I want. I'm a star chef and people would pay $100. Right. Because now he's going to be the head chef. You a glass of water. Right. Like, Since he doesn't have a head chef now at LA, he was like, I'll be the head chef. People, people will pay for that. down the block for yeah. me. And they did for a while. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His cocky phase is back strong. And it's been a few months, actually. Yeah, because we're going to fast forward now quite mm-hmm. a bit. And it's now opening night at Willow's new restaurant because they kind of breeze through this little montage mm-hmm. of her getting the restaurant ready. And it's now opening night. Mm-hmm. Her restaurant is called Chow, which mm-hmm. I think is really cute. And it's a day she's been looking forward to forever. And she feels ready. Mm-hmm. She feels prepared. She's excited. She's like, this is going to be a good night. But things start to go south really fast. It's bad. Turns out they never got their fish delivery that morning that guy was a dick he screwed her over the fish yeah. delivery guy he's like yeah. oh i thought this was supposed to be 9 p.m she's oh, like you've had that pee fish. look like an a and i'm like oh my god yeah he was horrible so they never got their fish delivery way more people showed up than they were expecting mm-hmm. they're running out of food fucking tony super fast people are waiting for hours outside mm-hmm. and she's at her breaking point like mm-hmm. she's she's like giving up basically like she's exhausted she doesn't know what else to do and at her breaking point point she looks up and sees Cole wow 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 he's in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and he basically solves all of her problems he he Mm. calls someone to replenish her food supplies that she needs he calls his staff who's like either off work that night to come Mm -hmm. over and for overtime pay like he's like I'll pay you extra just get over here and he just kind of fixes everything and it turned out to be a really successful opening Mm -hmm. at the end he tells her that he just wants her to be happy wherever that is but he hopes it's with him and that's kind of it. There is a short epilogue about them on their wedding day. I didn't see that. There was one in the... I have like the physical copy of the book. It's a short it's epilogue. It's not in the... It's on the Kindle? No. What? Hold yeah. on. I gotta look now. It's them like dancing on their wedding day. Oh, want to find out what happens one year later. Yeah. Sign up for the JD's VIP list to get a special bonus story. No, it's, all, it's in the book. That's some bullshit. I okay. skimmed it. I still bought the book on... You love an epilogue, too. And I love an epilogue. I hate an epilogue. So you're telling me I bought a book and I didn't get the epilogue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm pissed. <laughs> But that's it. That's the book. So because I didn't get an epilogue, the book seemed like it cut out pretty abruptly. He shows up at the restaurant and he's just like, you know what? I want to be together. And she's like, okay, the end. So I I liked the book. Mm -hmm. I thought it was it was fine. Good. Um, I thought it was sexy at times. And I enjoyed reading a chef story. This is my first time having, you know, a sexy chef Mm -hmm. backstory. I liked both the characters. I liked him middle the book on a lot. I liked their bond they had over cooking. My biggest gripe is with how it ended in the sense that I really didn't like that he had to save her Mm -hmm. because it truly gave the impression that had he not stepped in to save the day, she would have had a second failed restaurant. The restaurant would have failed. I wish the ending was one where she was successful on her own Mm -hmm. and she had like solved her own problems. That was a bummer for me. I thought it was an average book. It was okay. Any other thoughts from your side? I don't like that I bought the book and I didn't get the epilogue. If you don't have that little bit, it makes it feel like the book just cut out. Yeah. Like he was just like, yeah, I'm done writing. <laughs> I don't like the fact that she had to be saved. It probably wouldn't be one I recommend to anybody. Right. I know that it, it wouldn't be. Um, 
I didn't think it was bad as I was reading it. I felt like the bones were good. Like same. I feel like the, the structure concept, was good. Yeah. I felt like it just needed a little more meat. Mm-hmm. I, I wish she wasn't being saved at the end. Yeah. You know, it's just another <laughs> book where people are going to get blinded by the beautiful cover. I was. Exactly. <laughs> and this is our second Christian Hogue book where we're like, meh. Christian Hogue letting us down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> I feel like I sounded a little too harsh, but I don't know. You can feel how you want to feel. Thank you. I appreciate the validation. I just. (laughs) So what's our next one? Wine tasting. So our next episode is just a wine tasting episode. And I'm so excited. (laughs) Can you hear it? So we're going to grab a few different wines from a local store and we're going to sample them live Mm -hmm. on our next episode. And we're going to ask each other some random don't questions. Worry. It won't be like, what are the notes? We don't give a shit about that. No. Do we like it's it? All gonna, it's going to be cheap wine. Yeah. We are cheap wine kind of girls. Boxed wine kind of girls. Yeah. So I think we're just going to try some like different wines on the low end of the market. But we definitely should find some topics to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions for us, maybe we'll do. Oh, yeah. Like a Q&A. Yes. Answer some juicy topics. Uh-huh. Not that juicy, but. <laughs> Mildly. We reserve the right to not answer. (laughs) So feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram. Yes. If you have anything you'd like us to discuss, because Mm -hmm. we do take your notes. If somebody asked us about asked us about recipes. Oh, like yeah. We did try to do a little bit of that in this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll revisit. I thought that was a great idea. That was way. such a good idea. So you guys have really good ideas. So yeah. if you ever want us to answer any questions or talk about anything, send it our way. Mm-hmm. We did get a lot of historical romance recommendations, which I was really happy about. We have to revisit all of those. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.